0: Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vredenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 43, and the topic for today is getting unstuck. Now, a number of you have written to me over the last numbers of weeks and months talking about the need to address the topic of knowing what to do, but just not getting to it. Just needing to get out of a rut with regard to a particular topic and actually making some progress with it. And this applies to pretty well the whole range of habits and topics that we've talked about in this series. Now that it's hard to change, if it were easy, everyone, you know, would be doing it. Uh, But they're not. And you all, who are listening to this series, have taken it upon yourselves, have made a decision to make positive change in your life, and as a result, have more motivation and more of an intention to make positive change than the general population. But the overall intention to make a positive change and having some advice with regard to each specific topic as we've gone through thus far and will continue to do so in this series often still requires some additional advice just to get going, to restart the engines, to essentially have the movement necessary, and change to happen to start to affect an improvement, you know, in your life. So that's going to be the topic for today's session, and let's start off with some quotes. Rush Limbaugh says, being stuck in a position few of us like, we want something new, but we cannot let go of the old, old ideas, beliefs, habits, even thoughts. We're out of contact with our own genius. Sometimes we know we are stuck, sometimes we don't. In both cases, we have to do something. Marilyn vos says, Be in the habit of experimenting with your clothing so that you don't get stuck for life with a self-image developed over the course of high school. And of course, that's applicable to more than just clothing. Albert Einstein said, You can't solve a problem with the same level of thinking that created the problem. Albert Einstein, or Rita Mae Brown, the attribution is a little unclear for this particular quote, said, The definition of insanity is, Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And lastly, Archimedes said, Give me a lever and I can move the world. And in other parts of the world that would have been read, Give me a lever and I can move the world. And so the notion here is in order to really affect change, we need to have a lever or lever to really get that change happening. What can really expedite? What can really optimize making the changes that we need to make in life, especially in cases where we actually know by having gone through the top 10 lists, let's say, on a particular topic, We know what we'd like to do, but we're just not getting to it. We just aren't making the change necessary to actually have progress. So the top 10 list for today is focused specifically on that and applies to any habit you'd like to change or any skill that you'd like to develop, any change that you'd like to make. Number one, focus on only one goal on which you're stuck. So in this case... Really think about the problem that you're having with regard to progress on a particular topic. Don't choose all the things that you want to change about yourself and try to get all of them unstuck at the same time. That's taking on way too much and that is increasing the likelihood of failure, you know, with it. Try to stay focused. Really try to identify that one goal, that one habit or skill that you just have tried to make changes on in the past and not made progress on it. So choose that one. There may be several that are in this same category of needing to be unstuck on, but don't take them all on. Take a single one on and choose to try to make some progress on that one, given the rest of this top 10 list. Number two, is to consider what is keeping you stuck. What's really the primary thing that is keeping you there? Is there some reinforcement? Is there some level of attribute of that particular topic that you're working on that is keeping you stuck? Don't spend a lot of time on this, but uh, try to consider you know, what is causing you to stay stuck uh, and not make progress. And number three is really don't dwell on the underlying problems. Don't try to look for some hidden psychological underpinning of what it is that is keeping you from making progress in this area. You know, number two is this consider what's keeping you stuck. And that's sort of practical thing. Are there some things that are just in the way or really making you progress? You know, is it the case that you want to work on you know exercising more but you just don't have the opportunity and it's difficult because you don't have a i don't know gym membership or you don't have some equipment to use you know for that or you currently don't have the time in your schedule for it something very practical number 3 here is don't spend a lot of time trying to think about some underlying reason why you're still stuck just look at the very obvious and very practical kinds of concerns that may be in the way cuz you'd want to get those out of the way don't fuss about you know, deeper underlying explanations for why you may be stuck. Don't get yourself deeply embroiled in a lot of self-introspection. Number four is set yourself small, measurable, and near-end goals for that particular item. We've talked about this before. And I still continue to hear from a few of you that are, I think, taking on, you know, way too much. You're still seeing this as... In order to really make a worthwhile goal, you got to make the huge goal of, you know, you want to run the Boston Marathon. You want to be happy in all aspects of of your life. Those are not practical as, you know, near-end goals. If you need to get in shape in order to run that marathon, you don't start off with the goal of running that marathon. That may be your long-term goal, but, you know, just setting that goal is not going to get you there. Yes, the long-term goal is appropriate. But in order to get there, you have to identify these smaller, very near-in, meaning, you know, goals that you set yourself for the time period of like a week or a couple of weeks, not something that's going to take you a year. You also want to choose something that will be measurable, something that you'll be able to unequivocally say, you know, I set that particular goal for myself, I did what was necessary, and I... Actually, achieve that goal because hey, not just my own opinion, these numbers for the measurement of that activity validate that I, in fact, uh, achieved it. And then that'll be a mechanism that will get you down the road, even if some of these goals are really small. If even if it's using the example again of you know going to the gym, you know, signing up for a gym membership and actually going there, even if you only spend 10 minutes at the gym that's actually achieving your you know small near-end goal if you achieve that then you can go on to the next one but that first step along the way will get you down the path and if you didn't carry out that first goal then you'll still be sitting at home saying "Hmm, yeah i know i really should exercise more but you're not <laughs> so the way to really get going is to do this number four you know to set small measurable and near-end goals for yourself And number five is just do it. This is the Nike slogan, but I think it's a really, really important one. A lot of the, you know, books you'll read and podcasts you'll listen to in the whole area of self-help, there's a danger in getting so involved in the listening to podcasts or reading books about this stuff and making that almost the goal in itself, And what you really need to do, which is really the end goal of everything that we talk about here is to actually make the change in order to make the change. You got to actually do it. So whatever it is that you want to go do, if you've got yourself a near end goal that you want to go and achieve, just do it. Just go out and do it. No matter how small that goal is, you got to get moving. Thinking about it isn't going to help. You got to get action. And you got to get physically, if it's a physically related thing, you got to go do it. If it's a verbal thing, you're going to go do, you know, improve your presentation style or, you know, choose any of the other topics that we've talked about here. Just go do it. Do it. If you're listening to this podcast, think about what you can do later today, unless you're lying in bed at the moment and you're just about to fall asleep uh, for the end of a day, in which case you can plan to go Do whatever it is that will be your near-end goal to go do it first thing in the morning. So plan within the next 24 hours to make some progress on the goal that you set for yourself. Of course, if it is one that involves physical activity, of course the usual cautions to make sure that you go to see your physician and make sure you get checked out before you start an exercise program That always applies, and so that may slow down a little bit, the making progress, but that might well be the action that you take as your first step. Go book that appointment with your doctor. Make that the activity that you do within the next 24 hours. So next 24 hours, make some change. Take some action. Do something that will progress you toward your first near-end goal. Number six is to build in some personal reminders. These can be anything and they have to be entirely personal to you. They often work that way. In my own case, I will do things like wear my watch on the wrong arm. That feels weird and that generally will remind me if there's something that I want to do, that I want to focus on. Sometimes we will also use, and I've mentioned it previously in a previous podcast episode, might use an elastic band around my wrist. And if I'm about to do something that I really shouldn't do, that is against what it is that I am trying to accomplish, then I flick that elastic band, get a little bit of a punishment, and also remind myself of what my resolve was so that I am, in fact, focusing on the near-end goal and I have a little personal reminder that I'd like to achieve that goal And nobody else needs to know that. Nobody else notices that my watch is on the wrong hand or that I've got a a little uh, elastic band around my wrist. Or it might also be that you want to listen to this podcast. Or if the topic is one that's addressed on a particular episode in this series or from some other podcast that you listen to, play that. Play that episode kind of over and over, it'll keep you focused on, you know, that topic. Another thing that you might want to consider is sort of visualize the goal that you'd like to achieve and have little reminders of that. So if there's a a particular uh, goal, like let's say the Boston Marathon running that I mentioned earlier, and it can be anything, I'm just using that as an example. You might, well, if you have your own treadmill that you use in your own home, let's say, put up a picture right in front of you where you run of, you know, the finish line of the Boston Marathon. That's your reminder of where you want to get to. If you're wanting to lose weight and you want to be more effective at that, you may well want to put up a picture of yourself when you were the weight that you desire to get to or even, you know, somebody else, some famous person or whatever that has the ideal kind of uh, look that you're after. Maybe any number of these things. It may be you know, thinking back to the previous podcast with Marie Jose on the variety of factors that we talked about there, the sleep, mood, food, and exercise. If you want to improve your sleep habits, you may well want to have some reminders that are visible to you of wanting to get to bed earlier. You might well want to set your alarm on your watch if you have one, or on your uh, smartphone, or uh, wherever you might have a reminder uh, like that. You might want to just... uh, Have a little alarm go off that'll remind you that, ah, this is the kind of time I wanted to start to unwind for the day and, you know, get to bed. Number seven is to involve others. We have said many times before that the overall ethic, particularly in North America, but uh, somewhat elsewhere as well, and also more so for men than women, there's a expectation that we should be able to do all this ourselves. We should be able to accomplish whatever it is we need to without necessarily getting help from anybody else or even mentioning this to anyone else. Whereas most of the research evidence seems to support the notion that more success is made with involving others, being more social, being more open about your goals, also than getting either explicit, asking someone else for help, or just mentioning that this is something you're working on, and then others coming out of the word work, so to speak, and having their own suggestions for what their experiences were and what was effective for them. So you have to be comfortable with this, about being more open, and you want to be careful who you say it to, to make sure that it'll be positive, rather than saying it to someone who may well be destructive to you meeting your goals. But in general, there's a good suggestion to be more public and solicit the help really uh, of others as well. I mean, some have gone to the extent of being so public, those who are heavily into technology will do things like get weigh scales that you use, your bathroom scale, that actually will create a tweet that goes out on Twitter. Of the you know, current weight that you're on, so that's the ultimate in having significant motivation to lose weight. Now, people like uh, Marie Jose would, of course, say that you know losing weight isn't really the the goal; that's really getting healthy, and then losing weight is a a side benefit of that. But at the same time, there are indicators like that, and there are methods like that that you can employ that will increase your motivation and your commitment to meeting your you know, near-end goals. And these are all ones that have to be in sync with what it is that you are like. But as I think we've talked about before, you need to be comfortable with the goals and the degree to which you're open about them. But in general, the advice is to be more open than not and to involve others more so than not in meeting your goals. Number eight is to celebrate each mini success. Now, a lot of people don't do this. They just sort of, yeah, they hear this. This is one of these cases where this is mentioned on a podcast episode. But the theme here is to do it, to go do the actual activities, right, that I've been advocating earlier on in the uh, top 10 list. But you also have to actually do things like the celebration. You might even plan for yourself as part of the reinforcement that you set up for yourself for achieving a mini goal that if you meet that mini goal of achieving that whatever that measurement is, let's say. Let's say it's being able to, you know, run for a certain particular distance or a particular period of time, you know, without getting out of breath or whatever you might set up for yourself. Identify what that celebration might be you know, for that, you know, if you're going to go buy yourself something, again, that can be something that can be rewarding. And it has to be whatever is meaningful to you as reinforcement. But if you identify that meeting that goal, you're going to go and indulge yourself by, you know, buying a particular item, you know, or going to a particular show or whatever, again, is most meaningful to you, then go and do it. Don't just say, well, no, I achieved this goal and it was satisfying to, my, to me anyway and I don't need to carry on and do that. No, do it. This is the theme here. Just do it. So go do the actual providing of your success, your, your celebration of your success, you know, as well. Number nine is to never give up and don't think so much about it. Again, there tends to be a predisposition, I think, in people that really want to improve that they think a lot about the overall process of improvement. And that's what you know we talk about a lot on this series too, all the steps and the like. But don't let this be an end in itself, right? This is really all about getting to you to actually make change. So here's a case where if you don't achieve your mini goal the way you really wanted to, don't get yourself into this whole cycle of saying, well, see, there you go again. I, I screwed up again. I really can't do this. And, you know, oh, I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to, instead of going and using again the same example of running, you know, rather than running tonight, I, I'm i just going to sit in front of the TV and, you know, veg out. No, don't give up. You know, this is a serious business. You really want to make the changes that you're setting out for yourself here to do in order to do that. Don't give up. Don't give in to the self-indulgence of thinking about why it was that you didn't uh, succeed. Don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. Just get on with it. Just go back and do it again. It's the only way to really move ahead. Or else you'll spend your life thinking about things and not doing things. And people are a lot happier if they do more things than necessarily thinking about them a lot. And number 10 is what you might expect. Just do it. Every single thing here that is a suggestion in this top 10 list that I just went through, just go and do. Don't psychologize about it. Don't spend a lot of time deciding, you know, what reminder you want to use. Don't spend a lot of time thinking about what, you know, reward you want to set up for yourself. Just move ahead and do it. If there's one fundamental message here is while you're listening, even <laughs> to this podcast, if it's something that you can in fact do that way, Go do it right now. You just got to get some momentum and you'll feel hugely good about yourself if you do get some momentum going and you're actually making a change. There is no better reward, there's no better motivation than you progressing towards your mini goal, which is on its way to your larger goals and actually experiencing success. The only way to experience success is to go and get started. And if you mess up, don't worry about it. Get back in there again. Just keep moving at it. Now, we talked in the quotes about, you know, using the same methods and all the rest of it each time, how, you know, you can't expect, you know, the same, and different results if you're doing things the same way. That's why you want to do the things that I t- talked about in this top 10. And I will also direct you back to the topic If we've already dealt with it in this podcast series that you'd like to change, go back and listen to that episode. Play it again and again. I mean, you're going to get sick of me going through the items in that top 10 list in that particular topic, but those are the things that you need to do to actually affect the change in that particular topic area. And then play this podcast again, or at least look at the top 10 list, either by tapping the screen on your iPhone or your iPod touch and seeing the top 10 or going to the website or getting it in iTunes in the way that we've talked about it before. But combine the substantive suggestions that I've made in the topic of the podcast and the previous podcasts or the future ones, and then go through this getting unstuck when you find yourself stuck and not progressing and go through these topics and fundamentally carry these out, actually do them. Don't spend a lot of time thinking about them. So That's the overall topic of getting unstuck. And I just wanted to also mention that a couple of episodes ago, I asked you all to provide some additional feedback on the overall series. I've been planning out the topics in the episodes to come, uh, many of them with me speaking, and many of them now too will have guest speakers. And uh, Marie-José will be back for another one or two podcasts and others that I've also been working with will come on the show, and I've also been connecting up with a number of other people that uh, have particular expertise on a particular topic that I'll be inviting to join us together in a podcast episode as well. So lots coming up. I wanted to just mention also that I had asked for feedback on how things are progressing and I'm delighted by the reaction to that and wanted to just read a few bits of feedback. The last session that we did on sleep, food, mood, and exercise. The feedback from Felice was really great podcast, Carl and Marie-José. I found it extremely valuable. I love how everything is backed up with scientific research really interesting. Anyways, I should be getting to sleep soon. Thanks for all the great info and advice. Miguel, also in response to that particular podcast episode, said, I really like this podcast. I had no idea how different foods can actually impact your performance. I will modify some of my eating habits from now on. I hope you bring back Marie-José to your program in the future. Thanks for the advice. And Nahib says, just a quick note, to let you know that I enjoyed listening to a couple of your podcasts I came across. They are interesting and very informative. Keep up the good work. There was also feedback on the episode on interpersonal communication from Mike, who said, I found your podcast quite informative and enjoyed your perspective and tips on more effective communication. I have a BA in communication studies and am pursuing an MA in professional communication. I enjoy learning about communication and how to improve my communication skills so that others will also improve. Thanks again for your insights. It was feedback on the gratitude episode and Brad said very timely advice for everyone. Thank you for your efforts. And then in iTunes in the U.S. store, there are now uh, 16 ratings with an overall average of five stars. So that's the highest rating. So I thank you all for that endorsement and Acoustic Music Matt. It's the particular handle, wrote a review that said, relaxing and inspiring five stars. One of the best podcasts out there. I have listened to nearly every episode and most several times. I have internalized several of the habits Carl suggests, and they have made a very positive impact on my life. Allie Ray 64 in Australia, also rated at five stars and says, Carl has a very easy voice to listen to and has created a great format with quotes and top 10 thoughts. He covers each topic, giving very practical and helpful ideas on how to move forward. If you're looking for some inspiration and a bit of motivation to make some positive changes in your life, I would recommend these podcasts. And thanks very much to all of those folks who provided feedback and reviews. I also got an email from Diane who said, my name is Diane Weinberg and I host a podcast called Jewish Diva Diaries. I wanted you to know that I featured Life Habits Mentoring as my podcast of the week in my most recent podcast. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast and hope that my listeners gain insight and peace from your podcast as well. So, thanks to all of you for your wonderful, wonderful words. This is so heartening and I feel so honored by the feedback that you've provided me on the overall series. That really is our series together, as I mentioned in that podcast a couple of episodes ago. So I'd like to encourage you to continue to provide feedback in any of those places. also really want to make sure that you stay on target with the goals that you've set out for yourself to get unstuck using the advice that I provided in this episode. And do provide any additional feedback you might have or request you may have for particular topics as well. A couple of episodes ago, I went through a list of the proposed topics that are coming up. If any of those are ones that you'd like to have moved up in the schedule, I will venture to make those changes if you have those desires. If there are also other topics that weren't listed in that particular episode, please send those along as well, and I'll see if I can line up a session on that. So that's it for this particular episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye for now.